Chapter 2 Lord Nityananda's Traveling to the Holy Places Lord Nityananda enjoyed his pastimes at the house of Harai Pandit for some time. Later, he decided to leave home. But from fear of separation, his mother and father were unable to allow him to leave. If his mother, Padmavati, did not see him for a moment, she felt this as more than a yuga. His father felt the same way. Fearful of his leaving, Hadai Pandit never goes anywhere. Whether he goes to the field for farming, or to the temple, or the market, or anywhere else, Hadai Pandit repeatedly looks back at Lord Nityananda so that Lord Nityananda may not leave home. Hadai Pandit embraced Lord Nityananda again and again, and the Lord's butter-soft body merged into his father's. Hadai went everywhere along with Lord Nityananda. Hadai Pandit's life and soul was Lord Nityananda, and Lord Nityananda's body was Hadai Pandit. Lord Nityananda is the indwelling super soul of everyone. Knowing all this, he tried to give pleasure to his father. By providence, a beautiful looking sannyasi came one day to Hadai Pandit's house. Knowing the etiquette for receiving guests, he welcomed the sannyasi and happily fed him. Lord Nityananda and his father spent the whole night discussing topics of Lord Krishna with the sannyasi. In the early morning, the sannyasi was about to leave. He then spoke to Hadai Pandit. I have one request from you. Hadai Pandit replied, Please tell me whatever you desire. The sannyasi said, I wish to travel to the holy places, but I don't have a good brahmana companion. Why don't you give me your eldest son for a few days? I'll take care of him more than my own life, and at the same time he'll be able to visit all of the holy places. Hearing the words of the sannyasi, the pure-hearted brahmana Hadai Pandit felt intense distress. He thought, this sannyasi has begged for my very life. At the same time, if I refuse, I'll be ruined. It is well known that in the past many pious men have become glorious by offering their lives to satisfy mendicant sannyasis. Lord Ramachandra was the life of King Dasharat. The holy sage Vishwamitra asked Dasarat to give his own son. The Puranas say that although King Dasarat was unable to live without Lord Ramachandra, still he offered him to the sage. Today the same thing has now happened to me. Oh Krishna. Please protect me from this dilemma. The same situation is here. So why shouldn't I have the same mind like Dasharat? Besides, Lakshman has appeared in my family as Nityananda. Thinking like this, the Brahmana Harai Pandit went before his wife and explained the situation to her in detail. Hearing the dilemma from her husband, the chaste Padmavati, the mother of the universe, said, My lord, do what you think is best. This is my opinion. Hadai Pandit then came before the sannyasi and with his head bent down, offered him his own son. Taking Nityananda with him, the sannyasi departed. In this way, Lord Nityananda left home. As soon as Lord Nityananda left home, Hadai Pandit fell senseless to the ground. Who can describe the lamentation and crying of Hadai Pandit? Even wood and stone melted hearing such lamentation. Hadai became stunned due to devotional mellows 
and people began to say that he had become a madman. He did not eat any grain for three months. He survived, however, only by the mercy of Lord Krishna. It is natural that due to attachment, both the Lord and his servants are unable to leave each other. This is the inconceivable nature of the Lord and the Vaishnavas. Lord Kapila became indifferent and left his widowed mother, Devahuti. Shukadev Goswami left his Vaishnava father, who was none other than Vyasadev, without even looking back. Lord Chaitanya, the crest jewel amongst sannyasis, was so detached that he left home, leaving his mother, Sachi Devi, alone. From the spiritual point of view, such leaving is actually never leaving. Some intelligent persons will understand this. All these pastimes are meant to deliver the fallen souls. Hearing such pastimes melts even stones. If even a Muslim hears such pastimes as the lamentation of Lord Ramachandra when he lost Sita, he will certainly cry. Lord Nityananda Prabhu left home wandering in the holy places by his own sweet will and ecstasy. The Lord first went to Vakreshwara and then he went alone to Vaidyanath. From Vaidyanath he went to Gaya and then Kashi, the abode of Lord Shiva where the Ganges flows towards the north. Lord Nityananda was extremely pleased by seeing the Ganges. He took bath and drank some water, yet this could not relieve his grief. In the month of Magha, January, the Lord took early morning baths at Prayag. Then he went to Mathura, his former birthplace. Lord Nityananda sported in the waters of the river Yamuna and Vishramagat. Then he went with great curiosity to see Govardhan. He visited each of the twelve forests beginning with Vrindavan. When he saw the house and courtyard of Nanda Maharaj at Gokul, he sat down and cried profusely. Offering his obeisances to Madan Gopal, he left for Hastinapur, the abode of the Pandavas. Seeing the Pandavas home, Lord Nityananda began to cry. The local people, due to lack of devotion, were unable to understand the Lord's sentiments. Remembering Lord Balaram's glorious activities in Hastinapur, Lord Nityananda called out, O oh, Haladar, please save me, and then offered obeisances. Lord Nityananda then went to Dwarka, where he joyfully took bath in the ocean. He next went to Siddhapur, the place of Lord Kapila. He then went to Matsya Tirtha, where he served Prashad at a festival. The Lord then visited Shiva Kanchi and neighboring Vishnu Kanchi. He smiled when he saw the followers of Lord Vishnu and Lord Shiva quarreling there. The Lord also visited Kurukshetra, Prutudaka, Bindu Sarova, Prabhasha, and Sudarshan Tirtha. He then visited the exalted holy place called Trita Kupa. He also went to Vishala, Brahmatirtha, and Chakratirtha. The Lord visited Pratishrota, where the Saraswati River flows in the opposite direction. The most magnanimous Lord Nityananda then went to Naimi Sharanya. 
he next visited the city of Ayodhya, where he cried on seeing the birthplace of Lord Ram. Lord Nityananda visited Chandala Guhaka's kingdom, where he fell unconscious. Simply remembering the activities of Chandala Guhaka, Lord Nityananda was in a trance of ecstasy for three days. Seeing the forest where Lord Ramachandra had resided, Lord Nityananda rolled on the ground in separation. The Lord went to both Sarayu and Kausiki rivers. After taking bath, he went to the ashram of Pulastya Rishi. Lord Nityananda next took bath in the Gomati, Gandaki, and Sona rivers. He also climbed the top of Mahendra mountain. There he offered obeisances to Lord Parashuram. He also visited Haridwara, the source of the Ganges. The Lord took bath in Pampa, Bhimarati, Venva, and Vipasha rivers. After seeing Kartike at Madurai, the most intelligent Lord Nityananda went to Sri Saila, the abode of Shiva and Parvati. Shiva and Parvati live on this mountain in the form of a Brahmana couple. When Lord Nityananda arrived there, they understood their most worshipable Lord was wandering on pilgrimage as a mendicant. Most satisfied to receive such a guest, Parvati happily cooked for the Lord. They fed the Lord with loving affection, and Lord Nityananda smiled and offered them his respects. Only Lord Krishna knows about their confidential discussions. Then, Lord Nityananda continued his journey toward Dravida Desh. The Lord visited Venkatanath, Kamakoshtipuri, Kanchi, and the river Kaveri. There, the Lord visited the sacred place of Sri Ranganath. Then he went to Harishetra. Lord Nityananda visited the Rishabha mountain, Madurai, and the Kritamala, Tamraparni, and Uttara Yamuna rivers. He visited the ashram of Agatya Rishi in the Malaya hills. The residents were all jubilant to see the Lord. Lord Nityananda stayed as a guest in their ashram and then departed in deep ecstasy for Badariksha Ashram. Lord Nityananda stayed in seclusion for some days in the ashram of Nara Narayan Rishis. Lord Nityananda then went to the ashram of Srila Vyasadeva who recognized that he was Lord Balara. Srila Vyasadeva personally received Lord Nityananda as a guest and the Lord offered his obeisances to Srila Vyasadeva. Lord Nityananda then visited a Buddhist monastery where he found them all sitting together. The Lord asked a question but no one replied. Becoming angry with them, the Lord kicked them in the head. They all simply smiled and ran away. Lord Nityananda thus fearlessly continued his travels throughout the forest. Lord Nityananda eventually arrived in Kanyakumari. After seeing Durga there, he went to see the Southern Ocean. He went to Anantapur and after that, he went to Pancha Sarakund. He next visited the temple of Lord Shiva, known as Gokarna. He visited Kerala and the various places in Trigarta. 
He also visited Goddess Parvati, who dwells on an island near Gokarna. The Lord then visited Nirvindya, Payosni, and Tapi rivers. He went to the city of Mahismati on the banks of Reva River and saw Malatirtha. The Lord then passed through the holy district of Surparaka on his way to the west. The fearless, ecstatic Lord Nityananda Prabhu traveled in this way without fear of anyone. Lord Nityananda had no control of his body due to ecstatic love for Krishna. Sometimes he cried and sometimes he laughed. Who could understand his ecstatic moods? Accepting Sri Chaitanya and Nityananda Prabhu as my life and soul, I, Vrindavan Das, sing the glories of their lotus feet.